welcome to a Stable Life podcast. My name is Jennifer Connor. I'm an equine pharmaceutical rep, an owner, breeder, and rider, and I'm here with my co-host, Melinda Furco. Hello, everyone, and I am an equine nutrition consultant. I also am an owner and rider and have done many disciplines over the years, but currently I'm doing lower-level dressage. And we're here today to talk about all things equine. Woohoo! Very exciting. Yes. Hopefully, everyone has listened to the first two episodes. We are now on to episode three. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Very exciting for us. Hopefully, you're excited also. Um, so, episode three is a fun one, or at least I think it's a fun oh, one. I, I love this topic. I think it's awesome. And so, I'll, I will tell you what it's called. This is Wives' Tales or Superstitions. Going through, I thought, yeah, I know of a couple. There's many, many I've never heard of and find very interesting. Jen definitely has a little bit more um, knowledge of this or experience with it. Yes, definitely. In the race barn, there are a lot of superstitions. Yeah. So I love this topic because <laughs> we I, have it all day long. That's what we talk about. I don't think there's a lot in the dressage world. Um, maybe more hunter jumper, but there's definitely uh, overall through the years – there's a lot regarding horses. Yes, yes, and and a lot in racing that have to do with racing. Racing, yeah. I can see it makes sense to me. Yeah. Gambling, winning, losing, yeah. um, luck, all about luck. Yeah, I can definitely racing makes sense to me. And going through these, I would love to know where some of them came from and how they came about. Again, there's some we're going to go over that could easily be proven or disproven. <laughs> But so, some of them in, in our barn, I really don't know where they came from. And when I've asked, like my dad has a lot of superstitions and he has no answer for me. And Google has no answer either. <laughs> so I guess we just kind of have to go with some of them. And I guess it's one of those things where, you know, athletes sometimes will wear a certain pair of socks or underwear and they say they win, but then they'll lose and still wear the socks. Yeah. So it kind of doesn't make sense, but... True. I guess. Actually, I have to say today, my brother came into the barn and I was saying I was getting my hair cut. And he said, you know, it's Chinese New Year's. You're not supposed to get your hair cut today. And wah, I was like, wah. oops, well, I mean, I can't really cancel it at this point. So we're going to hope for the best. Well, it's funny. I had never heard that you shouldn't do laundry on New Year's Day. So that I, I read it this year on Facebook and thought, well, that's the excuse not to do laundry. Yeah. And my mom did her laundry on uh, the And my brother came in and he was like, what are you doing? Don't you know this? And you're also not supposed to clean your house. Really? Yeah. And that was another thing. He's like, don't clean your house today. When I, it's Chinese New Year's. So don't clean your house today either. I was like, oh. Huh. I actually didn't even know it was Chinese New Year until I went on to Facebook and thought, what is this bull doing? I on my Facebook, which I don't know if it was a bull or an ox, I'm not really sure, uh, but it kept popping up, and I'm like, I guess this is a new Facebook thing. It reminded me of um, Google does that. Oh, yeah. So it was, sim- it was similar, but it was on Facebook. Oh, I'm, I'm not on Facebook. Oh, yes. So I'm not sure. I didn't see it. But yeah, I guess yeah. that's a new thing they're doing. Oh, cool. So, but jumping into our topic, um, so I thought I would cover, or we could start to go over the luck and good fortune Wives' sales or superstitions? Some of these are very interesting, fun. Um, so the first one regarding horseshoes, obviously I think most of us consider them lucky. Even if you're not a horse person, horseshoes are just generally considered lucky, oh, right? Yep, definitely. And I this, run around my neck every day. Oh, right. Beautiful. Yep. 
So this says, you know, they can bring luck, they thwart evil, and can even prevent nightmares, according to some superstitions. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I mean, I haven't had any nightmares. Do you wear that to bed? I do. Hmm. Maybe that's why. Yeah. But I'm very superstitious about the way that a horseshoe is. If it's if it's hanging down, then I feel like the luck is running out. Mm-hmm. So I will only wear jewelry where the horseshoe is pointing with the open part up. And so I'd also, I, I've always heard that too. And again, this page is, uh, it's the ultimate equestrian.com. Again, it says to keep the luck in, you should hang a horseshoe with the points facing up. Um, because again, the luck will run out. Yeah. And then I read something saying that, oh no, if you, if you put it that way, then the devil can sit in it. So I don't know. Huh. I, feel, I feel like I'd rather take my chances with keeping the luck in and worry about I agree. the devil. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I really want to get a horseshoe tattoo, but I want it on my wrist. And I'm worried about which way to put it. Yeah, I was going to say, what? So, yeah, like that's why I haven't gotten it because I don't know which way do you put it. So then, mm. you know. Maybe you could do two horseshoes and they could be <laughs> that way if the luck runs out, it runs into the <laughs> other horseshoe. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's, that's the route I would go. Um, so here's some other ones. This says a shoe from the hind leg of a gray mare is luckiest of all. Oh. Perhaps not so lucky for the horse or the owner. Right. Because that drives me nuts when my horse loses a shoe, and I consider that very unlucky. Yeah, that isn't super lucky. No. I mean, the farrier was at the barn today, and I was just knock on wood commenting my horse never loses shoes. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, That's... To me, that's an odd, it's an odd one. Yeah, that is odd. Especially because right now my horse has, my race horse has one shoe on and three that she lost in the field. Uh, and I think that it's super unlucky. That's unlucky. Unlucky. <laughs> yeah. Expensive and unlucky. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this one also says, um, a horse will go lame if it steps in a wolf print. A wolf print. A wolf print. Now, we don't have wolves here in New York. We have coyotes. Right. Um, I mean, I would say that's unlucky because there's wolves around. I'm kind of worried for my horse's well-being. Yeah. But I I question how do you know that, right? Like, how would you know? You have to be riding and watch the horse step in the wolf. Correct. So you steer around? Yeah, or, uh, I mean, how do you know that a horse randomly, like, if he's having bad luck, did he, was he out in the field and there's right. a wolf print and that he stepped in? Again, what probably happened here, someone was riding, their horse bucked him off, they found a wolf print and thought, well, that's bad luck. Yeah, that's probably, what happened there. Probably, because actually, one of the superstitions that my father has is about peanuts, no-shelled peanuts in the barn. And I was like, why? And he's like, just because. You're never supposed to have shelled peanuts in the barn. So I actually looked it up, and it comes from auto racing in, like, 1937 or 38. There were, like, two terrible accidents, and where the cars, there were fatal accidents, and where the cars had ended up, where the spectators were, it was covered in shelled peanuts, or peanut shells, I guess. And that's where, like, the superstition from racing came. So that must have transitioned over into, like, horse racing. Right. And somebody in my dad's family saw that so I thought that's another one I'm gonna add to the list yeah never have the shelled peanuts so huh interesting well moving on here with some other ones and I've heard this before changing a horse's name is bad luck you know that's a big one in racing too we do change names quite often 
But I, I do know that people do get a little bit like, uh, should we or shouldn't we? Is it going to be good luck? Is it going to be bad luck? I mean, I changed a horse's name and had tremendously good luck with it. So, you know. Clearly, it's, it's, it's a loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very loose. Hmm. There. This one I've heard, too. Stepping in manure is good luck. Now, my Grammy used to always tell me, and I grew up on a farm, so I've stepped in a lot of manure in my life. Um, she used to always tell me that it would make me taller. I'm 5'5 five, five on a good day, <laughs> and I come from a tall family. I was like, well, maybe she means just while you're stepping on it, you're taller because you're stepping, you're on, stepping it. on a mound of manure. Maybe, because I also grew up on a farm, and I'm 5'4. So that, you know, I rolled around in a lot of manure. Yeah, nothing. And- Mucked a lot of stalls and they go back to it's like oh it's fertilizer it'll make you grow. She never specified, and I found that it was not true. There was zero percent truth to that one. Uh, Another one: placing a cowboy hat on a bed will bring bad luck. Okay, I didn't know about this until I watched Yellowstone. Which I still I still need to watch that show. I desperately oh, need to watch you it. You do. It's really good. And there is a part where one of the characters throws his new hat on the bed and everybody freaks out because it's bad luck. And do they say on the show why it's bad luck? No. Just, they just were yelling at him to, you know, you can't do that and to stop. And hmm. so, yeah. Interesting. Um, another one here. Again, with the gray horses, I don't know what these wives' tales have an obsession with gray horses. So this one says, leading a horse, especially a gray, through your house will banish evil and bring good luck. I mean, I I love my horse. No, she's not a gray. But if anyone brings a horse into my house, they, they are definitely going to have bad luck. <laughs> they are going to have bad luck. I can guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good I mean, I guess back in the day, I don't know. Who's bringing horses into houses? I don't know. But do you remember the movie with Elizabeth Taylor in it? National Velvet? National Velvet, yes. Go me. Like, yeah. The horse, like, I don't know. I know it was like the stable, but like, it was like pretty much right there in the in the groom's Oh, the, yeah, so there like, were... Like, the window would open up and the horse would Which I feel like is a European thing or maybe Northern Europe, like some of the Icelandic countries. Yeah. Yeah, because they have the yard. Yeah. It's designed a lot differently than... Yeah, have. I always kid around saying, oh, I bring Linnea in. I would not, though. That would not actually happen. It would not actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I looked this up really quick about placing the cowboy hat. Okay. On the bed, and it says there's no actual evidence of where this superstition began. Hmm. As with many of these. Yeah. No origin. And they said that there are two theories behind it, though. And one is that evil spirits live in your hair. Hmm. And the second is tied into the belief of morbid angels. That uh, leaving a hat on a bed suggests that somebody has died. I mean, I feel like maybe I've heard of that. What the? I, I feel like also there's there's a movie where someone dies and they they have the hat. And it's not going to come to me right now, but hmm. I feel like there might be something to that one. Because uh, they said that um, in the past funerals, the hat was placed over the closed portion of the casket near the feet of the deceased. So near the feet? Why. Yeah. Hmm. So the, placing the hat on the bed is like symbolic of that i guess interesting hmm. 
Well, here's another one. We'll kind of round out some of the good good luck and good fortune. Uh, a horse with an indentation in its neck is seen to be lucky. This indentation is often called a devil's thumbprint, and the horse is seen as lucky as it supposedly survived an encounter with the devil. So this is another one in the barn that we really believe in, and pretty much every fast horse that my parents have had has had a devil's thumbprint hmm. on it. And so we really believe in it. And honestly, I went through the entire barn looking for one on the horses so that we could post it online, and I haven't found it. But when I find a horse that has it, we can post it. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? We'll put a picture up in case yeah. someone doesn't know what, know what we're talking like. about. Yeah, because actually... Um, my brother's girlfriend was saying that she had never heard of it. She had heard that they'd been touched by the hand of God or mm-hmm. um, I think there's a another one. Um, it's not the devil's thumbprint. It's somebody else's thumbprint. I've heard of that too and I can't think of who it is now. Yeah. And so if anybody out there knows what that is. Yeah, message us, email us. So that we can put it up. Um, and there's another one here, again with the gray horses. Um, if a bride or groom sees a gray horse on their way to a church, it is considered a good omen and lucky for their marriage. Yeah. How often do you see a gray horse on your way? Like, are you paying attention to on your wedding day? Are you paying attention? I was not. No. I can honestly say I was worried about my hair, the heat, many things. I got married across from a horse farm and don't remember looking at a single horse. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know who, who would think to, I got to seek out a great seek horse. Seek it, yeah. You know? I mean, maybe that could be a new business endeavor. People could rent out gray horses just to trot them by and be like, oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should do that. Maybe that'll be our next our next endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I also saw one um, that says that seeing one light gray horse is bad luck. Unless you are with your lover, but seeing two together brings good luck. Hmm. With the lover or without the lover? That it does not say. Hmm. So I'm really not sure. This gray horse thing, I mean, I've seen quite a bit about gray horses. Um, A light gray horse appearing in a dream for three successive nights means an elderly person will die. I mean, that's horrible. And also, who dreams about a gray horse three nights in a row? Perhaps you have other issues then, if you're... (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and then it says, unless there are three light gray colts, in which case a young person will die. I mean, that's even worse. It is. Are you also checking... I mean, clearly we all have dreams. I have never checked the gender of a horse in my my dream. No, I have Never, never once, I can honestly say. Unless it's a horse that I specifically, like, dreamt about my own... Yeah. If it's a random horse, I'm not checking gender. Then I, yeah, if there's a horse that I know is like, oh, the mare, you know? Right. But, uh, or, yeah, that colt. But no, I'm not like, oh, you're in my dream and I wonder what gender you are. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And here's one that we had, we had discussed and um, you had, you had brought up. I'd never heard this one. One white foot, buy the horse. Two white feet, try the horse. Three white feet, be wary of the horse. Four white feet, avoid the horse. Which yours was, there was a little bit of a... Um, twist on it. Twist yeah. on it, so right? So ours is one white foot, buy him. Two white feet, try him. Three white feet, go on, buy him. Like as a pass on, buy him. Okay. Four white feet and a snip on his nose, cut off his head and feed him to the crows. 
because <laughs> apparently when they have 40 feet, they are not going to be any kind of stock, which clearly has been disproven many, many times. times. Many times. <laughs> and it, of course now, I mean, that's valued for white feet. They have cr- lots of chrome. Um, you know, that's really... Desirable. It's very desirable, especially yeah. in the hunter world. Yeah. Even even dressage. Yeah. I, a little tough around the racetrack, I think, because people think of their feet. And white horses typically have brittle or poor feet. Right, right. And so when you're racing and they're putting as much stress on them as they do, I think that that's where that comes from, like, the racing right. world that they don't want to see. Yeah, that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Hmm. Especially standard breads. I mean, they go over very hard surface. Right. You know, so. Well, another one here. Horses with two whirls on their head will be more tricky to train. And I've heard that also. Yes. A lot of, um, there's a lot of, seems to be a superstitions around whirls, their eyes. Uh, I didn't see this one, but I think we all know if you see the white of their eyes, they're wild. Yes. I think that's kind of been somewhat disproven. I mean, uh, there could be wild horses. Yeah. You know, unmanageable horses in any breed, color. For sure. Yeah, definitely. But I, the whirls, I definitely have heard about the whirls and, and their placement around their eyes um, is will make them a little more wild. Yeah, and I wonder if there's... Have you noticed a correlation with that? I honestly couldn't even tell you. I guess my horse has a whirl. I, I'm going to go look. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I really haven't. I'm going to check that out. Um, this one, I think, is pretty prevalent right now with a lot of people. Chestnut mares are temperamental, crazy. You see that all the time if you're in a Facebook group. People talk about chestnut mares. It's memes galore yes. about the chestnut mares. Yeah, and actually, I've heard of um, putting copper in their water bucket to keep them sweet yeah so and and in direct relation to red mares i mean i think in mares in general but like i have heard it where you're supposed to put copper pennies in the water pail of a chestnut mare to keep her sweet yeah i don't we haven't done that (laughs) yeah i don't see how there could be any benefit there but i guess also no harm unless they drink or eat the eat the pennies pennies, then you can have some harm yeah um this one i had never heard either a horse with ears that curl will be feisty and hot hot headed or hot heated oh but isn't there a whole breed yes there is is that the ackle telly maybe curly i thought the curly horses don't they have curly maybe um let us know if you have one or... <laughs> yeah. And then this one I think a lot of us have heard. A horse is only any good if it can roll all the way over. Yeah. I've heard that for years. My yeah. dad always said that. Um, and I don't truly believe it, but I do watch to see if my horse rolls both ways. Um, yeah, but like most ponies can, right? Right, right. <laughs> and most ponies have a reputation for being pretty bad, right? A lot of them. True. Very true. Devil ponies. <laughs> yeah. People, you know, either people love ponies or they hate ponies, right? What if you're a chestnut mare pony with, was it two whirls? <laughs> but you can roll all the way over. Then what? Yeah. Where are you then? Exactly. Is it like, this, what disproves the others? Right. Know? What counteracts it? It has two white feet, but it's a chestnut, but it can roll all the way over. <laughs> Just flip a coin then? What, what? Where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, and then there's another uh, section here with sickness and cures. Again, the moody mares can be cured by putting copper coins uh, in their water. A horse neighing at the door of a house is a bad omen for the inhabitants. They will become sick. I don't, I don't know how that works because if you live on the farm with your horses at some time, your horse is going to be neighing outside your door. Right. So you might be sick. Does the horse know something? Are they superstitious? <laughs> Do they maybe have some insight into into what's happening with your own health? Possibly. Hmm. I don't know. I found one where they said that if you find a horse in the field all sweaty with a tangled and twisted mane and tail that has um, been out all night, that means it has been ridden all night by pixies. I mean, I would assume it was in the pricker bushes. <laughs> Or colicking. <laughs> oh, colicking, yes. <laughs> Maybe it was out with a chestnut mare. The wolf was chasing. Yeah, exactly. I mean there could be there could be many there could be many different things that happen. Definitely. I mean, was was the pixie getting it into a frame? I mean, what was the pixie doing there? Because it could have been helpful. Yeah. I, I could use all the help I could get from the pixie if she could actually ride. And then you go to ride your horse and it's wild. Right. Did it do any good? Yeah. The pixie riding it? Especially this time of the year. Yeah. It's cold. It's I guarantee there's been no fresh. pixies out riding um, in New York. Not after you had to run your horse around. Yeah, you know. She was much, I rode three <laughs> days in the week this, this week. It was much better. That's good. Here's a really interesting one, too. Um, you know, everyone's like, oh, hashtag science. That would not apply to this one. <laughs> um, whooping cough can be cured by inhaling the breath of a horse. Oh. Or getting the vaccine. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I actually like the breath of my horse, even though it, especially when she's had mints, it's even better then. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to inhale it. I guess I've never had whooping cough either, but. Yeah, I haven't. And like, I mean, how many breaths? How I don't know. long? Yeah, how do you, how, you have to suck it in? Yeah. Five seconds? Do you give it back? I, I don't know. Very odd. Yeah, that is odd. How about um, witches? Do you oh, have some about witches? Because me, I have this one that says that um, the shoe of a two-year-old filly placed in your butter churn will stop witches stealing your butter. I mean, is butter thievery a problem? By, by, <laughs> by witches? Yeah. I, I don't know. The witch stole my butter again. And do you really want a shoe in your butter churn? No. No, I don't. I mean, I'm not churning butter anyway but like i i don't want the people who make my butter putting a two-year-old philly shoe in the butter Uh, well here's a question has the philly worn the shoe to to declare that it is that philly shoe or can you have a clean shoe and you're like well it was supposed to be for that philly but it's clean i don't know many questions many questions here this one says if you wear a black stallion's hair from his tail on your wrist, you'll be protected from witches. Oh. It doesn't say witch wrist, either or. Yeah. We better get some black stallion yeah. tail. Not really black stallions, but if you guys have some, yeah. send, us, send us the hair. Protect us. There's another one, yet another one regarding witches. This one says, carrying a Rowan wood whip prevents witches from casting a spell on your horse. So what is Rowan? I looked it up because I did not know. It's a type of tree. I oh. guess it's just like a 
like a switch, like a limb. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah. Cool. I'll have to get one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have one um, about the weather because we've had so much snow here. So much snow. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend the other day and I was saying, oh, you know, a terrible all the snow that we're having and and she works at a farm and she said well actually i'm trying to find the silver lining and you know snow is a poor man's fertilizer i've never heard that before and i hadn't heard that before either but there is like some truth to it um it says that the reason why is because snowflakes as they form and they fall they absorb nitrates from the atmosphere and then they release these nutrients into the soil as the snow melts so it makes for better soil so is this our first superstition that actually science-based i think so i think so too <laughs> it sounds like it and then one of the ones that i thought we should end with because this is a really funny one okay it's about um when a horse is gelded at the racetrack we throw the testicles on the roof. Yeah, that's very interesting. I know. And, you know, actually there's some vets who don't even know about that, but and they think it's quite strange. But apparently, if you castrate a horse and you throw the testicles on the roof and they stick, that means that the horse is going to be fast. But if they slide off, then they're going to be slow. And there's a time frame for them sticking, or is it just the initial, they stuck... They stayed for a few minutes, and then you're good. You can walk away. Yeah, I think it's just you throw them up there, and if they stick, and they usually do. It's a one-shot deal. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure that it really tells you if horses are fast or not, but yes, you throw them on. I feel like you have to do this with a tin roof. Then that really is going to tell. Because if you do it with a shingled roof, I feel like most of them are going to stick. You got to go the tin roof route, and that really will tell you. If they stick, you got a good one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I've never heard that before. I, I honestly, I don't, e- I don't even know what the vet normally does with the testicles. I guess <laughs> they throw them in the garbage. I don't know because at my barn we always we, throw them. You're like, no, they're mine. Those <laughs> suckers are mine. Sorry. It's a luck <laughs> thing, you know. It's just about the luck. So, <laughs> hmm. yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I've definitely never heard that one. Again, didn't grow up doing a whole lot of breeding. We didn't do that at Penn State, or at least not that I know of. Um, and we didn't do that at the minor institute either. Again, Morgan horses. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they did with them. I guess they just threw them in a bucket and off they went with them. I guess. Yeah. So that, that's what happens at the racetrack though. Interesting. Yeah. So. Well, we covered a lot of superstitions. I can't tell you how many more we found in our research. I mean, there's. Literally hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds of them. But it was really fun. To it was fun. To see them. So if you have one that you do at your barn, one that you've read, one that has been passed down through the generations, please email us, stablelifepodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at a stable life podcast. So please look us up there, like our, uh, like our page. Feel free to comment, ask questions. Um, you know, again, give us some of your superstitions. We'll, we'll talk about them next week in our next episode. So our happy hack this week is, again, in relation to the wintertime here that we're having and keeping the snow out of your horse's feet. So I know some people do put snow pads in them, but I think that for those of us who don't do that, an easy hack is to put some hoof grease into your horse's feet on the bottom, and that helps the snow from accumulating in the shoe. Yeah, I put, I do the pads with my horse, um, but again, not everyone can afford that. It is more money. 
sometimes the snow sneaks up on you. So I've also heard of, you know, putting Vaseline on it. Again, it's going to be easier if you're seeing your horse every day or um, obviously if they're on your property, that's yes. a little bit easier. Uh, but it is less expensive. Yeah. And, and actually, it works. Yeah, it works. And I've actually, I've used it before at the horse sales. Um, when the horses are coming in and out of the cells, we'll do that to the bottom of their feet. So like the straw or the paper, or the shavings don't uh, stick to it there too. Oh. So hmm. it's, it's a good, good hack. Yeah. Good little hack. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Hopefully we're growing our viewership here. I think we're getting a little bit better with each episode, hopefully. Definitely. I think so. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but go ride your horse. horse.